0: So, I'm with Fotini, who I absolutely love. If you've seen my IGTV, she is a master in negotiator. She's a businesswoman, she's writing her book, she's a powerhouse of a woman. And what I want to talk about today is I want to talk about this work-life balance where we are friends, where we come from two completely different ideas of work-life balance. Me, with my two kids, my 3 stepsons, my husband, and you. Single, but happy. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> maybe happier than most people. <laughs> maybe happier than most married people. So I love this because we were just talking about this concept of, you know, we don't need a man to complete us.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: And we're in this era of women feeling like, you know, you have to have a career, get married, have kids. And we're here to say that, doesn't have to be that reality it can be parts that can be parts of your reality it might be your
1: full reality but whatever your reality is you need to be good with that otherwise i don't think the rest of it will come that's that's my take on it i'm so happy with my reality right now that i'm in a place where i can welcome in any other of those parts when they present themselves but if i was miserable because i was single well then that I'm not going to be attracting the right type of people into my world.
0: So what I love about this is what you're saying, attracting. And that is my biggest thing is manifesting the right person in your life. And in order for you to manifest the right person in your life, you have to be understanding what it is that you are bringing to the table too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like let's start with us before we can figure out what this ideal man, ideal woman even stands for or is even going to bring into my life. And the other thing too is we need to start, if you're a strong woman who knows what your value is, then you will want somebody that brings value added to the relationship too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think any relationship is going to require compromise Mm because that's natural. But then if you don't know you and the value you're bringing to the table, you might be compromising on the wrong things. Does that make sense? Like, if you think of a total value equation, if I think about consultant speak, yeah, you know, here's the formula that I bring to the table and okay, that's too much for this, I'm gonna have to give and take some of these things. You might be giving the wrong things, you might be giving up the wrong things if you don't know what it is that
0: you're bringing that is valuable to everybody else. So it's so funny, I speak of the non-negotiables, right? Yeah. To me, in a relationship, there's these non-negotiables. There's, when you go to the dating game, when you go to the dating table, you need to know, like, what do I not wanna compromise? What are actual values that are so important to me that I need to have in another partner in order to be able to have a successful relationship so to me you know a relationship is like a it's like the biggest you know it's it's the biggest partnership it is yeah. the biggest investment you're gonna make and people do it so quickly without a proper due diligence it's yeah. like I always speak you know run your relationship like you do your business yeah. right and and so for you what do you say to all these people that are like and I hear this all day long yeah but you know what I'm, I'm I intimidate men all the time Do you intimidate men? Absolutely, I do. Mm -hmm. But that's because they're not my right men. Yeah. And that's okay with
1: me as well. That's totally okay. I've been in relationships where I've been really intimidating. And when we figure that out, it's time to part ways. Mm -hmm. Because if you can't handle me at that stage, if you can't handle me at my best, you're certainly not going to be able to handle me at my worst. Mm. So, yes, I'm intimidating, not because i'm trying to be and i think that's the difference yeah. i think we get those of us who potentially could be intimidating i bring a big presence you know yeah. i if I'm going to be in front of a room full of people and speaking publicly for a living, it means I'm bringing a lot of presence. Mm-hmm. And if you are not okay with that presence, yeah, I may not be the same presence at home. I might dial it back a little bit. I am actually quite introverted mm. at home. I don't need to have things done my way. I prefer somebody else to choose where we're going for dinner or the oh, movie we're going to see. So you know, all of those things are very different than what I the, the presence and the energy I bring to the front of the room. But I'm also authentic in each of those circumstances. I'm not putting on a play, I'm not an actress when I get to the front of the room, I truly enjoy being there and being in the moment and sharing my wisdom and all that stuff. I'm not going to stop having an opinion when I get home
0: just because that's what suits the other person more. Are you able to, it's I'm I'm so that same way in a sense that like literally it's there's a switch that turns on when I hop on stage. And especially when I go corporate and especially when I speak about business, it's like it's like this like super woman, like boof. Yeah it's strong. It's like I got this. It's a completely different energy than when I walk home and walk home. When I get home and then I want to be a woman. I want to be, you know, I want my husband to decide, okay, here's what we're doing tonight. Here's what we're, like, I love, I'm actually so old fashioned in terms of the roles of a man and a woman. And I really believe that there is such a space for a woman to be feminine and for a woman to be a woman within, you know, her relationship too. And I don't think that we need to take on, it's not because you see us strong and making money, which to me has nothing to do with the equation of a relationship because i can afford what i can afford or i can pay for what i can pay for that all of a sudden the roles are reversing and i'm turning into a man yeah right so for you when you date do you do you then show a more feminine softer side or do you stay in your strength and go can you handle this I think I'm always showing my feminine side. Mm -hmm. So
1: this morning I was at a speaking event and when I speak to a group, I light up. I literally light from the inside up and I light up the most when I'm doing Q&A at the end. Like, yes, I like doing my presentation stuff, but I love answering people's questions because I know that I'm helping them. That's what lights me up is the intrinsic reward of what I do. The cash is nice, but it's the intrinsic reward of what I do. And when someone pays me a compliment... I'm smiling and I'm genuinely thankful for it. And I appreciate every single one. And when they say this helped me, that makes me immensely happy. But when I'm smiling and taking the compliment and all that kind of stuff, you know, that for me is feminine too. So I'm just as feminine in that space as I am when I get home. I don't think of femininity as a particular role or anything a task that you do. Mm -hmm. I show up and I wear, I wasn't wearing a suit today, even though there was a bunch of dudes, you know, wearing suits. All the other speakers after me are showing up in their power suits Mm -hmm. and I'm wearing a dress and I'm wearing sandals that are heels. Mm. I don't need to fit that mold. That's my femininity. When I wear a power suit, my power suit's red, Mm. not black that's my femininity. So, I sprinkle in my authenticity, which I would say is my femininity because I love makeup and I love hair. I love all of those things and those come with me to work on stage just as much as they come with me at home. And at home it might be different. It has nothing to do with the role because I don't know, like I just I am affectionate and I'm all of those things too which are also feminine. Mm-hmm. But I'm let's call it affectionate at work too, because, you know, I'm often hugging clients. They feel comfortable enough and I'm approachable enough with them that they want to hug me, or I'm smiling at them more than an average professional speaker would mm. or whatever that looks
0: like. So I kind of bring that little bit of authenticity and femininity with me wherever I go. So tell me how, what would that, let's say, ideal person look like, look like, not physically, but you know what i mean. Yeah, the physical yeah. is, Stop I mean, it. that's nice to have.
1: For me, you have to really capture my mind yes. before. Because like I've been introduced to people before and a friend said to me, but he has a six pack. I'm like, a six <laughs> pack will go away, but stupid lasts forever. Stupid <laughs>
0: lasts forever. So uh, for me,
1: intelligence is something. And yeah. it doesn't mean you have to be intelligent about the same things that I'm intelligent about because I love that we would complement each other. If you bring another skill set, another knowledge base to the table, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but somebody who knows... Knows that they are intelligent in some way, shape, or form, that's really, really important to me because I move quickly, I think quickly, I need somebody who's going to be able to deal with that. And mm-hmm. if you're not intelligent or you don't think that you're intelligent, because I think people underestimate themselves, then that's going to be intimidating. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be really hard for the other person. It may not be hard for me, but it's going to be hard for the other person. And eventually if that is not working for them, then other things are gonna, it's like a crack in the foundation and everything else comes out. So number one, I think, is intelligence. Yeah. Um, number two, I would say is authenticity. So it means that we have, he's not somebody who's going to lie to me it Mm -hmm. means that we have the same ethics it means that we likely have the same values as well because I'm going to know who you are when I meet you it's not one person today and another person tomorrow Mm -hmm. if you show up authentic then I know what I'm getting myself into humor would be great too because you know stressful times are upon us at all times and so it's great to manage that but you don't have to be a comedian I don't think people understand that you know I want somebody who has a sense of humor who's going to be able to laugh at my jokes and not take yourself too
0: seriously I think that's a big thing isn't that like so it's just like we're all doing our best but let's just not take this too seriously yeah you know Yeah. And then finally, I think the big important
1: thing is being somebody who's supportive. Mm. So I'm going to have things that I want to do and I need somebody who's going to go, that's cool. I'm here for you. If you're having a hard day, I'm here for you. As opposed to somebody who constantly needs support but doesn't know how to give it back. Mm -hmm. Because I've been in those relationships as well where it's all about supporting that person. And I think it's a two-way street. It's almost like if you think about two um, tent poles that are against each other, they need to support each other. Otherwise, the tent's going to fall over. Right? So it has to be that mutual... Support and, and I think all of those things are things that can exist in any type of person, in any type of industry, with any type of background.
0: I'm not hung up on things like he's got to be from this culture. Or he's got to have... What about success? This does he have to be more successful than you? No. Or less successful? Money, does that mean anything to you?
1: I think money for me is something like it's somebody who's proven himself as stable and responsible. Mm-hmm. Um, l- the amount of money they have in their bank account is trivial to me as mm-hmm. long as I know that they can pay their bills and not, they're not depending on me because that, again, speaks to a different set of values mm-hmm. from mine. Mm-hmm. So my values are you are somebody who is going to be responsible with your money, maybe a different level of responsibility than I am because I'm risk averse, but if you're somebody who's super irresponsible, then it's going to be, f- I don't want to be your babysitter. I don't want to be managing your bank account. Um, those are things that are, are important to me in terms of managing that but in terms of their level of success I think somebody who's more successful for me is a nice-to-have because I want to be with somebody I admire yeah. and I can admire yeah, somebody who's kind yeah. I can admire somebody who is authentic I can admire somebody who helps people you know I know lots of people who work in industries where they don't make a ton of money but they're good people and they make enough to not have to depend on others and that's all I really need from somebody mm-hmm. usually the people that I connect with most are uh, a different level of ambition but that doesn't also have to be part of the equation. So I think it's more likely that I'll end up with somebody who
0: has significant success, whatever that definition looks like. So now what I love, about, I, I, it's so perfect. What I love about this too is now you go, okay, so what happens is once you're at a certain age, when you've been alone for so long, you're, you end up being really happy with yourself. Right? You would hope so. I do. I don't know that everyone well, does. You yes. know, in that position, yeah. if you are, and I, you know, I really hope that that you can because once you you're you have your own business, you're okay. You're paying your own bills. You have your own friendships. You have your own circle. Your place. You're all the stuff you have. Like you've built a life that you're really happy with. And now, you know, for you to be able to bring in somebody else, it has to be a really fantastic person yes right it can't just be like Ugh, you're not ready to compromise anymore you didn't wait this whole time yeah. to be able to be like oh i give up let me just compromise right well i mean I'm, I'm conscious
1: of turning compromise into a bad word because i do think you have to compromise to a degree yeah right I so i have habits like i like to do my makeup in bed <laughs> like i'm gonna You know, I shower the night before and when I wake up in the morning, I want to just start putting on my makeup in bed. And if someone's next to me in bed, I have my makeup table right next to my bed. Can you
0: hold this foundation now? Give me a brush. But (laughs) if
1: that's going to be disturbing to somebody, I'm going to be making a compromise if I'm waking up super early and I'm going to go to the bathroom to Mm. do it, right? Mm -hmm. But those are compromises I'm willing to make because oh that's very you, kind of you <laughs> hey, I'm a giver what can I see you
0: see I'm so ready for compromise but
1: when it comes to that type of thing you got to go look I got a great thing going yeah and if I'm going to make some compromises it's going to be because this person brings so much more to the table it's like if my cup is full mm-hmm. somebody else is going to fill it even more something's going to fall out and I'm really I'm willing to get rid of some of those other things mm-hmm. to make room to fill the cup even more mm-hmm. that's how I see compromise so I think it's necessary and I I don't think it's a bad word but you can't be compromising things that are really important to you you're not like negotiable. i'm not going to compromise you know I, i've been in relationships before where i have my opinions at work and i'm inquisitive and i'm always interested in people and offering my opinions and then i go home and i'm not supposed to you know, have an opinion about something. I'm Mm. supposed to just go along with what you say because it hurts your ego. No, Mm. I need to know what's going to happen. I need to have, I need to understand. I'm asking questions to understand, not to attack you. So I'm not going to stop asking questions because you feel as though you're being attacked. We need to get on the same page about why are we having this discussion? And I, and if you were asking me to compromise and go, just go with me on these things at
0: home, I'd be like, no, that's Mm. not going to work. So where do you find this kind of person? It's a great question. <laughs> You're like, oh, so, everybody, one eight hundred. Imagine. You know what's funny is I have. Um, do you do you date online? Do you go out? Do I have you, like how I do you? Have, what's your deal?
1: I have tried online dating, and I don't think it's my medium. Okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Yeah. I gave it a really good shot. I might try it again. Mm-hmm. You know, I, people have encouraged me to try it again. I just don't feel like I can get that authenticity from people, and it's a big time suck. Yeah. So. It's a lot of time invested, which I don't have a ton of, mm-hmm. for very little reward. So I've met some very nice people. They're just not my people yeah. on online. So I think there's a more efficient way for me to find it. I've talked to matchmakers yeah. because I'm yeah. fortunate. I have a ton of them in my network. I did a conference for matchmakers oh, last Oh, wow. Year. <laughs> so they are all like, let <laughs> <Yes>. me. <laughs> and one of them is a good friend. Um, and they're based all over, mostly in the US and in the UK. And, you know, I've talked to them before as well. And I'm also at an age where I'm in my late, next year, I'll be 40. So I'm mm-hmm. in my late 30s. And this is a time where I think probably my people are getting out of those first marriages. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are you open to that? Divorce Absolutely. with kids? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with Absolutely. that. Absolutely. There's yeah. no reason There's why I wouldn't. If you're a good that. person and life just didn't work out, I'd call myself happily undivorced. Mm-hmm. I'm one of the few people who didn't make a mistake in the first marriage. I'm going straight to the second one. Girl.
0: Happily, under, this is going to be the title of this podcast. I love that, too. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I, I'm open to all sorts of things if you're a good person, if you have what I said before, if you have the intelligence, if you're supportive, if you're authentic and all those things. Everyone's going to have baggage. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm more concerned if you're 40 plus and you've never been in a serious relationship, because it doesn't have to be marriage. Yeah, If you've never been in a serious relationship, that's where I'd be going... Mm, why i might be second guessing it doesn't mean i'm going to say no yeah but i'm going to be second guessing you know what caused you what prevented you what's changed now because if you haven't changed and you never wanted to be in a serious relationship before i'm not magic you know i'm not a fairy who's going to magically make somebody want to get into a serious relationship Mm -hmm. so
0: yeah absolutely everybody's an opportunity i see so do you feel that at now which is you're saying okay next year's 40 are you making this a priority too I think for me, it's never not been a priority. Okay. I've never called it a priority.
1: Yeah. My eyes are always open. Because I feel I like,
0: you know, if you don't... This is, it's also what you speak of is going to come about, right? So a lot of times, you know, I just coached someone this morning and she's like, now it's she's in her building stage. So it's all about the business and she can't manage two dossiers. Like she's like, I don't want to find a person where I'm not even at my level of where I feel like I'm a success or I know what I'm doing or all this kind of stuff but for you your career is pretty set like you know what you're doing you know yes and so, no it's changing every day oh but will it always would it always I don't know like my career today is not what I thought it would be a year ago
1: or two years ago like I didn't think I'd be getting paid to go public speaking all the time yeah um I didn't think I'd be doing online courses mm-hmm. I didn't think all I didn't I had no idea I'd be writing a book yeah none so my career keeps shifting and I keep think I'm just going to keep shape-shifting so I'm also somebody who I operate at a certain level of stress all the time yeah i saying and that's because that's what drives me yeah me too so I don't think I'll ever come down in terms of that stress and I don't think that's a bad thing mm-hmm. as long as you're managing the stress effectively so I think I'm always going to be in a building stage just because I'm not a complacent person. But I also know that even though people assume, oh, you're too busy today, that's not true. I can carve out time. Yeah. I can prioritize. The the time I'm spending scrolling through Facebook or whatever, I can dedicate that to somebody Mm -hmm. else. If it's important enough or you're interesting enough to me, there's things that I can change to create that time.
0: It's so interesting because people, it's what people tell me all the time because they follow me on social, they see, and then they're like, oh, you're too busy. You're too, I'm sorry. Did my phone ring? Did I not answer your text? Did I not, you know, for, for the right people in your life. You'll carve out time. You'll make time. It's about priorities and it's about shifting your schedule so that it works for you. And for you, you're in a position where I'm in that that same position where it's great because we're able to run our own businesses and we're able to say yes or no to a speaking gig, yes or no to a book signing, to a whatever it is that you want to be doing. So if the right person or the right friendships come into your life, you can carve out some time and make time for that person and shift out your... Because it's all about happiness, right? And, you know, even though your career is making you very happy, you're also making sure that you're spending time, you know, devoting to also finding that right person as well. Yeah. And I I just think
1: that if I keep operating the way I am, I'm putting energy out into the universe. Yes. I'm out there meeting people. If I was... Going home every night and never seeing the outside world, then I, you got to change your expectations. Mm-hmm. If you're a hermit, there's no way that's going to happen. But like even yesterday, I could have ordered room service. Yeah. Instead, I went to a restaurant and sat at the bar and had dinner. Good girl. Because that is okay. an opportunity to invite people into your space. Yes. No one's coming into your hotel room unless you invite
0: them. No. And Nobody's watching no you do. You know, <laughs> that's cool. That's your thing. No dinner. But that's the thing. So it's really about also creating these opportunities, but being open to one, bringing this right person in. Yeah. Number two is you actually have to put yourself into these positions where you're meeting new. And a lot of times, you know, when you when you're in a city for a long time, you think you know everybody. And I hear that all the time. It's like, oh, I know everybody. No, you don't. You do not know everybody. There are millions
1: of people that you don't know. There are
0: millions of people in your city. Toronto's a big city. Mm -hmm. Montreal's a big city. There are a lot of people that are probably, you know, phenomenal. But you need to be out there and you need to make this a priority, too. So I love this. I want to ask you one last question which is we've talked about dating, we've talked about work-life balance. I want to talk about friendships. What Mm -hmm. about, we talk about how, what's your circle of friendships? Like what are the women in your life that you let into your life? Like who, what does that look like?
1: They are from all different walks of life. So my best friends are a surgeon who Mm -hmm. lives down in Florida, a data scientist who lives in Toronto, probably not for much longer, A stay-at-home mom slash baby photographer who lives in way north in the suburbs of Toronto. My friends are all over the place and from all different walks of life. What do they have in common? Um, I think it's just our values. Mm -hmm. That's it. And you know everybody's values are really different. Like the stay-at-home mom spends her time on different priorities than I do. The data scientist spends her time, more time working than I do. The surgeon spends her time in a different way and she's at a newborn baby stage. So Everybody has a different way in terms of how their day shakes up. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, we know that we're going to be there to support each other. We know we're going to be there to cheer each other on. Even though, like, you know, I might be asking somebody for advice who knows nothing about the business world. Mm -hmm. But they can be a great sounding board for me. And they're not going to go, I don't know what to tell you, but did it help you to share that with me? And sometimes that's all it takes. Sometimes it's all. And sometimes (laughs) I'll share something and they start giving me advice and I go, you got to stop. I don't want your advice because you don't get it. But it's okay, I, I appreciate your support, I just needed to get it out and vent about it or whatever it is.
0: And isn't it so funny when you talk it, and then you're, you, and it's, it's just like to talk, and then you're like, oh, whoa, okay, yeah, that's not what I should be doing right yeah. now, you know? Yeah. It's like it, you just, you say so like, yeah. yeah. that like, like wow, that sounds, wait a second, maybe I need to tell, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's so important, and having that right support system, of other women in your life, you know, especially when you don't have, you know, a husband or kids or dating or whatever. It's like, don't you find that who you have in your inner circle of women yeah. and those who support you and that will also cheer you on as you grow this business that look a year ago didn't Absolutely. even look like that.
1: Absolutely. And the, the circle that I have is so different than the circle I expected to have, yeah. which is really cool. And I've also learned the hard way too, that some people want to be around you because, they want to ride your coattails and some people are not quite as happy for you when you stray from the pack like if you're all operating at the same pace then all of Mm. a sudden you shoot out at the top of the pack those people instead of going that's great i'm cheering for you and i can't wait till i catch up too they're actually going damn it why isn't that me yeah um and some people are just really uncomfortable with the pace that you set and i've learned how to not give energy to those people Mm -hmm. so my, one of my friends um, talks about it as like, you got to trim back the buds. Or you got to trim back the, the leaves so that the buds can continue to, to, to flourish. Mm. And sometimes there's, you just need to you know, trim the tree a little bit and, and spend less time with the people who are cluttering and, and siphoning off all of that energy. Mm-hmm. And that's okay too. So you know, I don't feel guilt when I say to somebody, I don't have time to see you. Because yeah. if they're really my friend, they're going to be super understanding of it. And if they're not my friend, then it wasn't a very good use of energy, right? Even yesterday, you bailed on me. I totally get it. Yes. I totally, our plans came together at the last minute anyway, first and foremost. But second, if you go, you know what, my, ki- my priority today are my kids and, my, and managing my energy and my stress, I'm going to say I totally understand. And if I had somebody I really wanted to get home to spend time with in Toronto, I would have said, you know what, Sonia, I can't make it tomorrow. I'm hopping on an earlier flight. And you would have understood that as 100%. well. So you need to have those people around you where they are going to be supportive for the right reasons but then if you're constantly being bailed on too maybe then they are maybe you're not high enough on their priority list so for me it's that mutual you know am i high enough on their priority list are they high enough on mine if not then something something's going to be out of balance and it's naturally going to fall
0: away and that's okay too i love this i'm so happy we did this isn't it great yeah <laughs> so happy okay thank you it's a pleasure as always